Welcome to the Build Your Life Coaching Biz podcast, where you get to learn how to become a professional life coach and start an online coaching business from scratch. I'm your host, Krista Kathleen, a professional certified coach and spiritual business mentor. In 2016, I got divorced and left my full-time job as a registered nurse and decided to bravely answer my calling of becoming a life coach so I could help to change lives as I traveled around the world. And now I wanna help you discover your purpose too. Having the freedom and flexibility to be your own boss and make as much money as you want right from your laptop will be one of the best gifts you ever give to yourself, your family, and the world. In these episodes, I'll give you real coaching combined with proven strategies and spiritual practices in order to help build your dream coaching business that feels perfect for you. Hey guys, today is my 38th birthday, January 16th. I am a Capricorn sun, Aries moon, Cancer rising, in case you were wondering what my big three astrological signs were. And something really interesting happened last night that I want to share with all of you because I think it's a really important message to share. My guides are telling me to share it. So, you know, I always listen to my intuition. I always listen to my guides. It never fails me. Um, To be honest, this is still very raw. Um, So there might be tears. There probably will be. Um, And emotion. But that's okay because that's how I do things. My heart is on my sleeve all the time, and I live for authenticity in my business, in my life. It's a big part of my brand. So, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to dive right in with all of you. Um, First of all, I love my birthday. (laughs) I just like, I think about it for like months ahead of time, and I think about how I want to celebrate it. And where I want to go and who I want to spend it with. And then I usually turn the entire month of January into a birthday celebration. Because I just, I fucking love to celebrate. And I love to celebrate that I took another year around the sun. So, yes, my birthday, it's a big deal for me. And last weekend, I was in Portland with this guy that I have been talking to slash dating this summer. Um, Some of you guys might be aware of that if you've listened to some of my other podcast episodes. Um, So I was in an open polyamorous relationship with my last partner. Oh, I feel like this is going to get, there's going to be so many details now. (laughs) Um, So I was in a relationship with Kyle, my baby daddy. We share a son, Lincoln. We've been together the past five years. We were in an open relationship. So every once in a while, one of us would meet someone else and go out on a date with them and but nothing ever really stuck with anyone in the past five years and everything was consensual everything was out in the open you know that's how open relationships polyamory works and so yeah I met this guy online he was a life coach uh, for one of my good friends Um, and we started talking last summer and um, we met up a couple times. He lives on the West Coast. And I thought things were going really well. And then all of a sudden, the past couple of weeks, um, every time I 
would talk to him either on FaceTime or texting, I would just start to get really anxious. And I started reading a book about anxious attachments or uh, attachment theory. And I picked up this book. Uh, I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes. I think it's called the, the anxious hearts guide. And, um, because I was like, something feels off here. Something doesn't feel right. Um, what I was experiencing was every time this guy would text me, I would get like this ping of dopamine and this rush in my body. And I would feel so excited and fulfilled for a moment. And then it would like quickly drop off. And then I would be getting anxious and wondering like, when's the next time he get, is he going to text? And if I didn't hear from him for two days, I would start freaking out. And I was thinking that the relationship was over and he moved on and he found someone else. And it just, I felt really powerless and it was confusing. Cause I'm like, I really like this guy. This feels like it's, you know, otherwise it feels like a really healthy relationship. And, you know, there, we have so many similar values and, He's a, a, a coach as well, and he's a motivational speaker, and he works for Tony Robbins. And it just, in so many ways, it felt like a match. But like I said, this way that I was feeling in the in-between spaces of our interactions felt really bad. And I just, I was like, okay, I know this is going to be something I need to take to therapy. And this isn't the first time this has happened either this has happened in other relationships. And so what I've learned is that when the same thing is showing up in, in multiple scenarios with multiple people that you have to get curious about that. And, you know, I think you should do something about it. Cause if you don't, it's just, it's a pattern that's going to keep showing up. And so, yeah, I, I have a therapy session next week. And so I was planning on talking with my therapist about it because I've just, I just feel like I can't focus. Like I'm just thinking about this guy 24 seven. And then after we met up in Portland last week, it got even worse this past week. And just to a point where it's like driving me crazy inside my head. And I just, I don't like being in this place at all. It, it just doesn't feel very empowering for me. And it just feels distracting from, you know, my other priorities and commitments that I have in life. And so yeah, I, I started reading this book, The Anxious Heart's Guide, and there was a couple of different passages that I screenshot that really stood out to me. Um, I'm wondering if I can, hold on, let me see if I can pull them up while I'm recording here. Okay, I think I'm still recording. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yep. Here they are. Um, so one thing I highlighted was anxious attachers tend to use other people, especially their romantic partners or love interests to regulate their emotions. This is not only extremely unhealthy, but feels terrible to experience. In this position, we find ourselves completely at the mercy of someone else to calm us, pacify our upsets and make us happy. We are essentially adrift on their ocean their storms will shake us and their calm will soothe us. When we, allow ours, when we allow others to dictate how we feel, we have effectively given up control over our own emotional state. 
So that was a huge red flag for me because that describes me to a T with my partners. If they're having a bad day, I have a bad day. If they're having a good day, I have a good day. It's like, I can't, I can't regulate on my own or I haven't learned how to regulate on my own and their emotional state influences my emotional state. And to be honest, it's fucking exhausting. And I think that goes being an empath and a highly sensitive person. And I'm sure there's a lot of you that can relate to this as well. So this is why I'm sharing all this. Okay. And then the other thing I read was, and if we don't feel like we're lovable or worthy of love, we will seek out others who treat us that way and affirm our belief. This is why it's so important to build up your self-esteem before you put your heart out on the line again. So there was a part of me that was concerned that, you know, my five-year relationship with Kyle just ended last month. Um, I did a whole podcast episode about that. You're welcome to listen to how and why that happened. And um, the fact that I was, you know, kind of jumping into another relationship already after Kyle, I, I just kind of like heard voices in my head of like, Krista, what are you doing? And you're going to need time to heal. And do you really think this is a good idea? And at first I was like, yeah, this is fine. I can still heal. I can still do the work in another relationship. And then all of a sudden this past week, I realized that I can't, like, I, I, I just can't at this time of my life. Um, I still, I have this huge gaping hole in my heart right now. Um, you know, where Kyle was and in the life that we built together with our son and I'm trying to fill it with another man, um, because I'm scared of being alone. And, um, I, this is what I do. I jump from relationship to relationship and I spend my life waiting for a man to choose me, to pick me so I can feel worthy. And, um, I hate saying that out loud because I don't want to be that woman. I don't want to be that person. And, uh, a couple weeks ago, I was watching the Barbie movie with my son the one that just came out with Margot Robbie and um, who's the other hot guy from the notebook, you know, who I'm talking about. <laughs> and um, it was really interesting how they flipped the roles between women and men there. And Ken, Ken is the one that's pining for Barbie. And I remember the voiceover in the background saying, Ken has a good day when Barbie waves at him and acknowledges him. And I was like, I, I felt like watching Ken was like watching a mirror of myself. And that, that describes me to a T that when there's someone I'm crushing on, someone that I like, when they pay attention to me, when they text me, when they acknowledge me, that's what defines a good day for me. And I, I hate that. I absolutely hate that. And then at the end, um, Barbie, you know, Ken is like constantly trying to win over Barbie throughout the entire movie. And at the end, I don't remember what the exact words was that she used, but she was like, Ken, you need to figure out who Ken is without Barbie. 
And it was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, like when I heard her say that, it was like a pit feeling in my stomach. Um, so there was that. And then I kind of, I, I love TV shows and movies. And it's kind of like how I navigate my life. Um, so then the summer I was watching Queen Charlotte. It's one of the Bridgerton stories um, on Netflix and Lady, I don't know if you guys remember Lady Danbury, but she, when she was like three years old or five years old, her parent parents pretty much chose her husband for her, which was, uh, he was like a prince or something like that, a lord or something like that, because they wanted her to be, you know, secure and to do well and raise a family with him. And he's quite a bit older than her and he ends up dying in the show. And there's a part of her that's like happy at first because, you know, she doesn't want to be in this relationship with this old man that, uh, you know, and she's just this beautiful young woman. And then, and then all of a sudden, you know, she's sad, like, oh my gosh, like I've, I've spent my entire life planning on marrying this man and being with this man. And now he's gone. And then all of a sudden this young, handsome prince, which is the brother of green of queen Charlotte shows up to the scene. And you can tell that the two are just very smitten with each other. And he is, and he's obviously a much better match and for lady Danbury and he's royalty as well. And then he's like, you know, I love you, marry me. I'll take care of you and your child for the rest of your life. You'll never have to worry about a thing come move with me to wherever he was from a different country and she almost does it she almost considers it and like as you're watching like oh my gosh do it do it this is such a good opportunity like you know he's he's handsome and he's rich and he's royalty and you're never gonna have to worry again about money or you know anything for your son and and then she ends up saying no and she, she's like, thank you so much for this opportunity, but I, I can't be in another relationship. I, you know, I just want to be free. I just want to be me. I want to figure out what it's like to be on my own. And I remember just again, watching that. And it was like that gut punch moment of like, oh my gosh, like she could have been so well taken care of. She could have chose love. And she didn't, she chose herself. And I was like in awe and also confused at the same time because I feel like it so conflicts with what we're taught as women growing up that, you know, we need to find a husband and we need to get married and and then have children with them and, and then we'll be safe and we'll be taken care of. And, and that's our, like our ultimate purpose in life, our North Star. And then there was one other show I watched. I think it was about a year ago. It's called Made. Um, I think it was also on Netflix as well. And it's about this young girl who is in, she's a, like in her early 20s, she has a daughter. Um, she's in a relationship with her baby daddy, but he is emotionally abusive. And she ends up leaving him and she's trying to get back on her own two feet and she ends up meeting this really handsome, handsome, charming guy that is a good guy and kind of says the same things of like, be with me, 
marry me. You can move into my house. I'll take care of you and your daughter. You never have to worry again. And she almost does it. And you're like, yeah, do it, do it. Like you're going to finally be free and everything's going to be solved. Everything's going to take care of. And then it was the same thing. And she's like, no, I can't. I can't. Like I have these dreams of going to art school and I just, I can't, I can't be in another relationship. I can't be with a guy right now. And I'm just watching all of these movies and I'm like, it, it literally feels like I'm watching a mirror of my life. And all of a sudden last night, it just finally hit me. It finally hit me. And I was talking to the guy, we were FaceTiming and he said, what are you doing for your birthday tomorrow? And Sorry, guys, I just parked at my house. If you're hearing weird noises in the background. And he said, what are you going to do for your 38th birthday tomorrow? And then all of a sudden, I just start bawling. And I'm like, what the fuck? Where is this coming from? Like, it was out of nowhere. And I've learned now that when I have intense emotion that comes on suddenly out of nowhere, that it's my guides communicating with me because it's coming through in the form of pure energy. So it comes out through tears and emotion. I'm curious if any of you are like that. Um, But yeah, that's how I know when like spirit and, you know, my higher teams communicating with me. And um, I was like, and he's like concerned. He's like, oh my gosh, did I say something? Are you okay? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to have to sit with this for a moment. I don't know what's going on, but there's, there's something here. And we hung up and then I was just sitting quietly in my bed for a moment and I started journaling and and it hit me and the message came through and, you know, they told me, they're like, you need to break up with this guy. Um, they're like, you need to be by yourself this year. You need to focus on you. You need to heal. You need to take care of your son. You need to get ready to conceive this new baby. Um, I'm getting ready to, you know, be a single mother by choice. And I'm going to conceive through a sperm donor and Um, and I realized that I've never, ever chosen myself over a guy. Um, I've always let the men choose for me. And I realized that this is the time that I need to give myself this gift, that this is going to be one of the best gifts that I could give to myself on my 38th birthday is truly being happy and being comfortable with just being me and not feeling like I need to be attached or associated with a relationship and really loving the parts of me that I've never learned to love. That's a hard one. And I know that I have to do this now because if I continue to be in relationships, these insecure and anxious parts are going to keep showing up because I'm not giving them attention. And so um, I knew my answer right away. And it sucked. It sucks to have to break up with someone, especially someone you care about. And so I messaged him and I let him know what was going on. And I, I also knew that I had to do it right in that moment because if I didn't, I would I would second guess myself and I wouldn't go through with it. And I've done that before in the past too. And 
I had to honor how I was feeling in the moment and what felt true for me. And I knew that that was the absolute truth. It could just, you can tell, you can feel it in your body. And I was like, this is my truth. And um, so, yeah, I spent a couple hours crying last night. Um, spent a, some time crying this morning. I'm crying again. <laughs> you guys might be thinking like, wow, this sucks. It's your birthday. Um, but really, I think this is absolutely perfect timing. And like I said, I think it's one of the best gifts that I can give to myself, give to Lincoln, give to my future baby, give to my business, give to those around me, give to my future relationships, because there, there will be more men. The men never stop coming. They're always out there. They always show up when I need to learn from them. And I think it's actually harder to be single than to be in a relationship. So, yeah, for the first time, um, I am really choosing myself on a whole nother level. And uh, it is fucking scary and liberating at the same time. And I really hope that this, you know, that this lands for someone who needs to hear it. Because I know there's a lot of women out there, and maybe men too, that are struggling and that are um, silently suffering in their relationships. And they're staying because they're too scared. They're too scared to step out on their own. And if it wasn't for me watching those shows and from hearing other people's stories of life of choosing themselves and being on their own and and not only being okay with thriving I don't know if I'd be able to make this decision Um, so I think that sometimes the bravest thing we can do is share our own stories um, so that way others feel can feel brave too and can feel inspired to make the decisions they need to make in life. Um, So I really hope that this helps someone today that's going to listen to it. And (laughs) I wish it was a little bit more positive, but um, like I said, it all feels just so raw right now. And I think maybe some of you guys need to hear that. (sighs) So, um, yeah, otherwise I'm having a great day. My sister, who's staying with me for a couple days from Colorado, she uh, got us all birthday donuts this morning. Um, the boys loved it. She has a she has a son as well. Uh, I took a dance class at the gym, and it just felt so good to just like shake my hair, shake my hips, just be in my feminine flow and energy, which I'm going to start doing a lot more this year. I took myself on a little shopping spree at a, at Athleta. I love my athleisure wear. Um, And then my mom and sister and I are going to go to a Vietnamese restaurant tonight in St. Louis that I've never tried before. And um, then I'm going to teach my coach training class at seven. So it's just, it's been an amazing day, um, but it's also been a sad day. And uh, both feelings can exist side by side. Um, And it's a, I was telling a friend this morning, it's like, I'm grieving, you know, I'm, I'm grieving the loss of my former identity, um, of my former life before 38. 
uh, my loss of my relationship with Kyle, my loss of my relationship with this new guy. Just, you know, just leaving a lot of it behind and um, I'm ready to start on a new foot this year. I feel like 38 is going to be a really big year, a really big year of expansion. And I truly feel that we can't expand into our full greatness when we're still holding on to things from our past that don't serve us. And then I also realized too, when we were talking about in our grief and loss class um, with the students a couple weeks ago, and I think I may have said this in one of the other podcast episodes, is that you truly cannot have transformation without loss. So for any of you who are doing the work and changing your life and things are changing for the better, you're going to still be sad. You're going to still cry. Even if it's stuff that you were ready to let go of, stuff that wasn't serving you, you're going to you're gonna have both experiences where some days you feel really happy and other days you feel really sad. And it's all perfect. It's all beautiful. You can have both experiences at the same time. There's going to be a lot of people out there who don't understand it and don't get it. They're going to think you're crazy. Right? Um, but it's it's just how it works. And that's why I love the coaching world so much because you can be your authentic self and people understand and get it. They know how to listen. They know how to hold space. They know how to ask you questions. So I have a lot of good support in my life right now. I have a therapist. I have a coach. I have my goddess mind community. I have my born to coach training academy community. I have my family. I have a lot of a lot of good support and good resources right now. Okay, well, um, I think that's it. <laughs> um, if you guys, if any of you identified with what I was talking about today, if you feel like you have that anxious attachment that shows up in relationships, I would really, really recommend checking out that book that I recommended, and I will include the link in the notes below. Um, the book is very eye-opening. To be honest, it's it's a little hard to read. And the author even said in that, she said, this book's going to be hard to read because I'm going to be very truthful and honest with you about things that maybe you know about yourself that you, you didn't want to face until now. And uh, that's exactly how I feel when I read the book. But at the same time, the truth will set you free. As hard as it is to hear it and see it and acknowledge it it once you accept it it really does set you free and then on the other side is is just pure bliss and uh, I know I'm I'm getting to that place in my life I just had to end some things first that were distracting me and really holding me back all right I love you all um if you connected with this episode, if you have a question, if you have a thought, um, please DM me on Instagram. I'll also share the link below too. I always love to hear from you. And thanks so much for being on this journey with me. And I'm, I'm so fucking excited for 38. 
I'm so grateful that our paths have crossed at this time. And if you're ready to up-level your coaching skill set and learn how to confidently coach at the transformational PCC level in order to help your clients get bigger breakthroughs and better results, then join our Born to Coach Training Academy at buildyourlifecoachingbiz.com forward slash certification. Thank you.